Good morning, everybody. I'm Eureka John, and you're at Eureka Street Crypto, broadcasting from Leander, Texas. It is 5.48 in the morning, and it is March 22nd, 2022. Yeah, it's a Tuesday, and I'm up before work. Got to do my long commute down to work. I almost got caught in a tornado yesterday. I either take the toll road all the way around Austin, or I take I-35 to 183, uh, kind of through Austin, and yesterday I happened to just choose to take go straight through Austin because the traffic wasn't as bad. And had I gone around that toll road, I would have hit right in the suburbs north of Austin just when the tornado was touching down and tossing cars around. So yeah, kind of glad I didn't take that route. <laughs> anyway, this is my morning video blog, aka crypto show. Um, I take everything that I listen to and learn about crypto the day before and in the morning I try to externalize it and um, try to verbalize things that I'm learning and stuff like that. I think that helps part of the learning process. This is my um, documentation of me learning about one, the crypto space and two, about live streaming and audiovisual production. Um, I'm trying to make a career transition over to stuff like that. One, well, to do audiovisual live streaming and with a web three niche, you know, so or niche. Yeah. How do you say it? Niche or niche? You know, it's, I think the proper pronunciation because a French word is niche, but, uh, Americans say niche, you know, but, um, <clears throat> yeah. Um, so that's what this show is. I'm 423 episodes deep into it. I've been doing this since October 24th, 2020. I don't have any sponsors and uh, I'm not shilling anything. I'm just uh, talking about stuff I learned and uh, that's basically it, man. So I'm not a financial advice and I'm not a professional anything. All right. So that out of the way, let's take a quick look at the CoinGecko. Um, yeah, I'm trying to do things um, from a journalistic point of view as well and be non-partial. Um, you know, a lot of this stuff is my opinion, though, too. But um, I've recently joined the JournoDAO, and uh, the JournoDAO is a DAO of journalists who are all interested in incorporating Web3 and decentralizing journalism. Um, as you probably know, if you've watched any mainstream news, that uh, most of the mainstream news is pure propaganda nowadays. And a lot of journalists are very aware of this. And uh, they're trying to do what they can to fix the situation and put the power of journalism back into the hands of the people. And uh, um, here's their, their DAO. Let's go take a look here. Um, let me go back to the screen. Okay. And uh, what? Okay, here we are. All right, there's the JournoDAO right here. It's at JournoDAO. Harnessing the Web3 revolution to revitalize journal journalism. That's their Twitter. And they have journodow.xyz. Uh, really good people in here. And uh, they've been doing a lot of Twitter spaces to discuss about um, you know things that they can do as journalists to help change the journalism space. And um, yeah, yeah, so... Uh, that's journalism, journodow.xyz. Um, I'm going to try to participate in whatever way I can. I'm obviously not a professional journalist, but uh, I know about Web3, so I can create explainer videos and stuff like that to teach journalists how to enter the Web3 space and what it's all about and ways that they can use their skills and talents um, in the journalism space. So, oh, it's cool. Oops, I haven't even checked it out yet. Uh, Keith Axline, I believe, built this one. Um, 
So journalism plus Web3, JournoDAO is an incubator for projects that transform and rethink the journalism ecosystem using Web3 tools. We're building the future of journalism. So decentralized newsrooms, on-chain reporting, tokenized ownership, and peer-to-peer distribution. Um, cool. So upgrading journalism. We're bringing those tools, skills, and outlets into the future. Connect value to creators, the people who benefit from journalism. local journalism, pay for the service directly. Um, open source algorithms, the era of predatory and biased recommendation engines is over. Community-owned algorithms can help deliver a truly balanced, highly valuable news diet. Uh, devalue attention. Attention is a poor measure of value based on our current media agenda around monetization. Attention is a root cause of much of today's dysfunction. And then community-owned. The best way to prevent extractive media businesses is to give ownership back to the community. And there's Eric Mack. Uh, talking about how Web3 can revitalize journalism. He also did a presentation at Dow Planet recently um, and uh, really explained uh, decentralized journalism uh, and DAOs and journalism very well. So, yeah, give this a follow. And uh, if you're in the media or just interested in journalism, this is a great place for you to come in and enter the space. I mean, I'm obviously not a journalist, but, you know, I'm interested in everything that goes on. I've always been interested in live streaming and uh, different types of platforms. I mean, I had my own pirate radio station in the mid, uh, early 2000s. And uh, back when uh, internet radio was a new thing, I was doing that. And back when people actually had iPods <laughs> dedicated purely to music. Now it's just our iPhone. Um, yeah, back in the old days. Um, so uh, let's move on. Let's go here to the uh, cryptocurrency rankings on CoinGecko. Um, so Bitcoin's at $42,811.75. Um, so, all right. Ethereum at 3000 back at $3,000 and $17.76. Um, BNB token, $406.34. And we have XRP at $0.84. Cents. It seems to be a, pretty, a green week so far. So not just a green day, a green week. Terra, $93.35. Cardano, $0.94, cents, up 17.6%. Solana, up 12.6%. 12 12.6% and 91.40. Avalanche, 88.48, up 28.7% in the past seven days. Uh, let's scroll on down and see where Polygon and Kronos are because I hold both of those, 41 cents and $1.52. And um, I'm going to look at Chainlink, 15.75, doing very well, up 17.5%. And um, cool, man. I think, uh, I think things are looking up. Theta is back above $3, up 9.7%. So I, I can say I'm a satisfied person. All right, so uh, let's go over here and look at some of the news. I know this is a little old now. It's a few days. But uh, I, if you haven't been following Wonderland.money and uh, Abracadabra and the whole Danny Sesta debacle um, in which... Basically, Wonderland is an ohm fork, and I'm not going to go in and explain what ohm forks are and DeFi 2.0 and all that stuff, but uh, it was a new way of doing decentralized finance. Um, Danny Sesta was kind of the face behind Wonderland, Abracadabra Money, and ice, uh, Icicle Finance, I believe, Popsicle Finance. I can't remember. But uh, um, <clears throat> basically, somebody came on the crypto Twitter and uh, doxed 0xSifu. He was a co-founder of Wonderland, and Danny Sesta was a public face, and 0xSifu uh, was the uh, pseudo-anonymous face. And there's a lot of those pseudo-anons in the crypto space, and a lot of people just prefer to be that way, and I personally, I'm fine with that. 
Um, but if you're going to put a ton of money in a bunch of projects, you probably don't want to put it in a uh, project with a bunch of anons. Um, but um, anyway, it turned out that Zero X Sifu is uh, Michael Patron, who back in the, um, I guess, a few years ago, was um, he was a co-founder of the Quadriga Exchange, which is infamous for uh, the other co-founder, Gerald Cotton, being one of the largest exit scams at the time, in which Gerald Cotton allegedly faked his death. Um, I mean, nobody's seen him. He ran off with 160-something million dollars. Um, apparently, Michael Patron and Gerald Cotton got into a, an argument, and uh, Michael Patron went his separate ways. But previous to zero uh, to Quadriga Exchange, he was also a uh, convicted felon with a lot of other financial crime type of, you know, digital money type of uh, activities. So he'd been to uh, uh, prison for that before and he'd gotten out. And I don't know, man, he has a checkered past. And um, after he split ways with Gerald Cotton, uh, Quadriga Exchange went into the toilet and and Gerald Cotton flew to India where apparently he died of some condition. Um, but deaths, fake to deaths are well known to be common occurrences in the places where he went and, uh, everything was just a little bit suspicious. Like he basically ran the entire exchange off of his laptop and <laughs> people were just, yeah, there's a lot of issues. I would check into it. Just, just do a, a search on the internet with Gerald Cotton and Quadriga exchange. You'll get more than you ever want to hear about it. But, uh, uh, Michael Patron was 50-50 involved with that up until like the last uh, last year or last six months. And then everything went down in the toilet after he left. Uh, so anyway, uh, J- Michael Patron uh, apparently is the Anon Zero X Sifu. And Zero X Sifu had been working with Danny Sesta on Wonderland. Um, you know, Andre Kronhe was um, kind of being getting involved in some of this stuff too. And... Uh, you know, he recently exited the space. So there's been a lot of drama in the crypto space. Um, anyway, so this guy, Zach XBT, does a little bit of investigative work and uncovers, he pulls the mask off of Zero X Seafood and says, here he is. This is the guy. This is the criminal. Are you sure that you want your billions of dollars with this criminal? You know, and uh, everybody is shocked and, you know, Wonderland tanks. And yeah, um, Zach XBT had confronted Zero X Sifu and confronted uh, uh, Danny Sesta about it. And Danny Sesta was like, look, man, you know, like I don't ask who these people are in real life. Uh, I work when I work with somebody, I look at their work, look at the type of job they do. And I, I proceed from there. I don't necessarily judge them on their past. And that's not what crypto and Web3 is about. And I, I tend to agree with them as well. Um, but, you know, a lot of people say, well, would you trust your billions of dollars with somebody who's a convicted felon? Shouldn't we be, you know, but isn't that the traditional Web2 space creeping into Web3? It's supposed to be. I mean, that's the thing about it, you know, like. Web3, yes, crypto has this bad side to it where there is a bit of people that uh, have checkered past or presence and there is some money laundering aspects in there and some criminal stuff in there. That's that's part of what decentralization is. It looks at numbers. It does not look at people's reputations or credit scores or anything like that. That's the whole point of crypto is to look 
objectively at numbers only. Like you don't even see who the person is. And um, that's that's one of the main selling features of crypto. You know, it's it's to allow people to get around this current oppressive systemic uh, systemically oppressive credit system that we have now that dis- discriminatory is oppressive and it just you know is not fair to a lot of people and so cryptocurrency has come in and it's allowed people to have some financial freedom and autonomy um, anyway so let's look at this article by the defiant the defiant's a great new media outlet uh, for the crypto space and for DeFi and things like that um, it's it's spearheaded by camila russo who wrote the book uh, the infinite machine it's a great book on the uh the history of ethereum so i definitely recommend you read that um if it, it kind of brings to life all the the early characters of um crypto and ethereum um, Vitalik Buterin, uh, Charles Hoskinson, Joseph Lubin, you know, a bunch of other people. And it, it really just makes the whole space relevant and just super exciting. You know, And once you know the history of all this stuff, then you know, where we are now becomes 10 times more interesting. So I definitely recommend reading The Infinite Machine. And that book is about to be going on the silver screen in Hollywood. And they're selling NFTs to help fund their project. And, you know, it's they're really incorporating Web3 into the the uh, production of this movie. So I can't wait to see that. Anyway, so exclusive Sifu Speaks, Ousted Wonderland co-founder unveils new venture in defense of his record. So Zero X Sifu is back. He's got a brand new bag, baby. Um, So there's been no shortage of drama around this enigmatic figure in DeFi, Zero X Sifu. And Sifu, if you don't know, means master or teacher in Chinese, I believe. I, I went through this phase where I was watching a bunch of Kung Fu flicks when I was living in Hawaii. They were like $3 at Walmart. And they're, they're so good. I love you know, Chinese Kung Fu flicks and stuff. Um, yeah, there's just, they're cool. You know, and you, it, <laughs> I don't know what it is about them, but, uh, you know, apparently, you know, Sifu, you know, kind of goes off of this and his whole little, uh, uh, icon is of a little cat, I guess. Um, you know, I don't know. Uh, anyway, so there's been no shortage of drama around this enigmatic figure in DeFi Zero X Sifu. You'll see, you'll recall the pseudonymous Wonderland co-founder who was ousted from his position as treasury manager at the end of January as he was doxxed as Michael Patron, a co-founder of the defunct Canadian crypto exchange Quadriga CX. That doomed enterprise folded in 2018 with hundreds of millions in investor losses. So let's take a quick look at that real quick. And a quick look at that real quick. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Frog Nation CFO Quadriga CX. Uh, Frog Nation is okay. So Frog Nation are it's it's a meme and it's kind of like a tribal team. Like you have the XRP Army, you have Chainlink Marines, you have Theta Gnomes, you know, um, Bitcoin Maxis. <laughs> but it's just people that are really enthusiastic about a particular crypto project, and then the communities form around it, and then they they adopt these mascots and stuff like that. Uh, well, the whole Wonderland Finance trifecta with Wonderland, Abracadabra, and Ice, they're the Frog Nation and the people that follow Zero X Sifu and Danny Sesta. Um, and you know, they were really into it and they called themselves the Frog Nation. All right. So Sifu, the chief financial officer at the Danny Sesta-led DeFi network of DeFi projects known as Frog Nation, is out per a statement by Sesta on Thursday. Sesta has confirmed his real identity as that of Michael Patron, a co-founder of failed Canadian crypto exchange Quadriga CX. 
The, the news first suffered, surfaced on Twitter when user XBT, a little snitch, shared screenshots of a conversation with Sesta. And Zach says, this needs to be shared. Zero X Sifu is the co-founder of Quadriga CX, Michael Patron. If you're unfamiliar, that is the Canadian exchange that collapsed in 2019 after the founder, Gerald Cotton, disappeared with $169 million. I've confirmed this with Danny over the messages. Uh, and he's in quotes, it says, I think it is what it is. I preferred to confirm and cut the BS, even though I know Zach didn't have hard evidence. It's better that the community knows the truth and votes on it. Uh, Danny Sesta told the Defiant over Twitter DM. All right. So Danny Sesta, he's a real charismatic guy. Um, he's the face and he's, he seems to be kind of a cool laid back dude. You know, he, he doesn't like exactly. He doesn't want to paint a rosy picture. He wants to cut through the BS and just get to the point. Um, and here is uh, Sifu had since posted a statement in the Wonderland Discord server. He says, I don't want anyone to feel like they were tricked or manipulated in any way, so I have decided to cease all treasury management activities until a vote regarding my future employment has concluded. As I've stated on numerous occasions, I work for you, my backers. If you no longer feel comfortable with me leading this app, as I've done since founding it, founding it only four short months ago, I will, I will not want to be here. So, all the key Frog Nation tokens were hit sharply in the wake of the news. Danny Sestis seemed to confirm the allegations a little before 2 a.m. New York time. At the time, Wonderland's token Time, Abracadabra's token Spell, and Popsicle Ice's token Ice were trading at 543.007 cents and 639 respectively. As of mid-morning on Thursday, they were trading at 374.006 374.006 and 436 with time and ice having lost 30% of the value and spelled out. Well, they're down all a lot more than that. The projects basically don't exist anymore. So Frog Nation was meant to be a network of DeFi projects that were all designed to grow together, feeding into each other's success. Following a wag me, we are going to make it philosophy. Uh, this hasn't been the only controversy for the Frog Nation collective this week. On January 25th, time suffered a series of cascading liquidations which caused the token's price to crater from 800 to 360 in a matter of hours. That's the risky thing about crypto, man. You know, all this stuff is experimental. Uh, there are some good and some bad actors in here, and you really have to tread lightly and do your research. And, you know, that's kind of why I just am involved in this stuff as a, an experimenter and observer and things like that. I don't put my life savings in these projects. All right, so the founders' leveraged positions were re- reportedly liquidated, and this led to further price declines due to the size of the positions. Sifu and Daniel uh, then announced that users who got liquidated behind them would be made whole either through buybacks, if authorized by the DAO, or with personal funds. Um, Sifu said, I'm saying that I intend to make whole those who were liquidated under Danny and I uh, well under backing price during these Black Swan events. If the DAO votes against doing this under using tokens acquired during buybacks, we will do it using our own funds. This is a one-time thing. And apparently, according to the chain, they did. So um, anyway, that goes on to a lot of the more details. Um, Let's look at this other article here. And then later on, it follows up, um, I guess later on. <laughs> See, crypto moves at light speed. And a lot of people who are just hearing about crypto, that's why they can't get into it. It just moves too fast for them. So this is a couple of weeks later. Uh, what's Sifu up to? You know, like, 
like, like 10 years down the road in crypto terms is two weeks. So after the pseudonymous Sufu was revealed to be Quadriga uh, CX co-founder Michael Patron last month, it would be easy to expect him to leave DeFi behind. Uh-uh, not him. That's not the case, though, as the former CFO of Frog Nation, a Danny Sesta-led network of DeFi projects, has now launched a token, the ticker Sifu. So now um, Danny Sesta is leading another project, and uh, 0x Sifu is, is uh, no, no, uh, 0x Sifu is launching another project now called Sifu, all right? And uh, the former CFO deployed liquidity for his token over a day ago to Uniswap version 3 pool. The token currently has five holders outside the Uniswap pool, according to Etherscan, and is trading for 96.19. Now, keep in mind, this was February 18th. Okay. There are five holders. That was as of February 18th. One year has already made a purchase of 4,835 Sifu tokens worth over $490,000 and good for 0.48% of the total supply. Okay, details about the tokens function function are unknown. All right, <clears throat> so, and uh, Sifu actually deployed the tokens over a year ago and they sat in his wallet until he moved them to the Uniswap version 3 pool yesterday. All right, so let's go take a look at this current article then. Okay, so um, as the Wonderland episode fades, Sifu is now applying his treasury management skills to a new venture, Sifu's Vision, which is an investment fund built around the Sifu token that he launched a month ago. So this article is March 16th, a month after February 18th. After 1 million tokens are available for sale at $100 a piece, implying a $100 million raise of fully subscribed. The project's website is short on details, to say the least. Um, I'll take a look at that website here in a second. Um, the Defiant spoke with Zero X Sifu, and here's our exclusive interview. All right, so the Defiant. What is Sifu's vision? Uh, Sifu. Passive growth without friction, mirroring the performance of my personal portfolio. So it's basically he's doing a kind of, I don't know if you've seen these, but reflexive finance. Um, uh, I can't remember the name of the other one, but basically... Uh, it tracks a portfolio of people who are really good yield farmers, and it's basically a derivative. And so what you're doing is you're buying the derivative token, and that tracks the progress of these professional traders. Well, 0x Sifu, he is a professional yield farmer trader slash treasury management guy. And uh, he's saying, I'm good. I'm going to put out a token. You can buy my token, and anything that I make, you make as well uh, proportionally. Um, so, I mean, I mean, honestly, it's not a bad idea. So um, anyway, so um, so Sifu's vision is passive growth without friction, mirroring the performance of my personal portfolio. The Defiant says, let's talk about the elephant in the room. How do you think DeFi community will respond to this launch in light of the revelations about your past? Sifu says, today was my first day waking up with nobody to reply to on Twitter. No attacks. All recent attacks have received a ton of support on my side. I feel like crypto Twitter is finally getting annoyed with a baseless FUD. And FUD is fear, uncertainty, and doubt. Um, and uh, after crying scam and failing to provide a single transaction ID, proof of a blockchain transaction, of evidence... During this seven-week period, it's pretty transparent to me that these good Samaritan narcs, like Zach XBT, um, cost investors money for their own benefit. So what he's saying is that these narcs are really um, doxing zero X Sifu at, uh, at at the investors' expense. You know, they're pumping up their own egos and uh, 
You know, they're making money off of it. Um, so anyway, the defiant says there have been allegations that you stole assets from Wonderland and that it was all an elaborate scam. Would you care to respond? And the defiant's not playing around. They're asking the hard questions. Xerox Sifu says people claim that I stole hundreds of millions or billions from Wonderland despite all online chain activity and statements from the team that everything was returned. And that is the thing about blockchain. Everything's 100% transparent. Um, there was around $500 million of Wonderland funds in my EOA when I was doxxed to the public, and even more before I was doxxed to Danny. I always returned it, and this all this is verifiable on-chain. I don't know any Anons who would do this. Um, and then note, Sifu declined to comment on his time at Quadrica CX and instead referred us to a Wonderland forum post that he said reflects his version of past events. He maintains that any wrongdoing occurred after his departure from the company, as noted in the, the report. Uh, from the Ontario Securities Commission. So he said all the wrongdoing on the Quadriga Exchange happened after he left, and it was pretty much Gerald Cotton who faked his death, probably. <laughs> Allegedly. Uh, anyway, speaking of Wonderland, a major complaint from investors is that the so-called backing price was not defended with buybacks as promised. What went wrong there? Um, and then there's a rage quit window. So what happens with rage quits and DAOs? It's not throwing your controller at the TV like we used to do with the Nintendo when we were young. <laughs> Um, rage quit is uh, basically liquidating and cashing out uh, on your, uh, your your stake in the DAO, your tokens, because whenever you are involved in a DAO, you hold those tokens. You don't sit there and cash them out. Um, and then whenever you're done with participating with that DAO, then you rage quit. And yeah, so... Uh, Xerox Sifu said, we spent nine figures on buybacks. They continued until the day I was voted out. They were done manually from my EOA and the rest were through bots such as sushi limit orders, all verifiable on chain. Uh, the Defiant says, uh, Wonderland's rage quit window opened yesterday. Was it a tactical move to launch Sifu's vision around the same time? And Sifu says, it, would it was intentionally delayed so as not to interfere with the Wonderland redemption process. I did not want to vampire attack Wonderland with my own swap portal. I've been pulling and investing the funds received since the pre-sale started last month. We are up 10%. And the Defiant says, are there any safeguards in place to secure investor funds, a multi-sig, for example? Sifu says, there will be a setup so that funds are safe if anything happens to me. However, funds are not secured by any arbitrary smart contract. I'm free to quickly and discreetly invest in what I think is best. The app's performance should mirror that of my own portfolio we earn together. I'll also be sharing trade ideas in the holders channel and Discord. Um, the Defiant says the website mentions redemptions. How will that work? And Sifu says users will be able to swap their Sifu tokens for the backing value of ETH without vote delays or penalties on a quarterly basis. And then Defiant says, finally, is Sifu's vision simply a do-over of Wonderland without the so-called rebase Ponzi aspect? And then Sifu just sent an emoji of a dancing hamster. So the Sifu token has 351 holders apart from Sifu. So it went from 5 to 351 as of this writing. And the two Uniswap liquidity pools, they collectively hold approximately 29,840 tokens worth $3.5 million at the price of $118. Sifu has a prolific track record as a DeFi investor and trader, but will his checkered past prove to be a deal breaker for investors? We asked Matt Henderson, one of the largest holders of Sifu tokens and the author of the aforementioned proposal. Over a period of 18 months, he says, I observed Sifu grow his personal capital from $3 million to $70 million. As an investor, I'm excited to hold the Sifu token, both in terms of its potential and what it reflects, that DeFi is a truly free market. Exactly. It's based on numbers, like I was just saying, where everyone is free to participate and be judged on merit without prejudice, Henderson said. 
Um, yeah, and that's exactly what what uh, Danny Sesta's position was. He says, I don't care what Xerox Sifu had been involved in in the past. I'm basing him on his current merit. And I like working with the guy, you know, and um, yeah, it's a... <clears throat> The Zach XBT had different opinion. Uh, the Defiant reached out to Zach XBT and the blockchain sleuth who unmasked Sifu for, for comments regarding this new venture, and they didn't receive a response by the time of publication from the snitch. <laughs> so you see where I stand on this. I mean, I'm all about uh, um, you know, second chances and things like that. Um, you know, that's what DeFi is about. Uh, so anyway, let's go to the Sifu's Vision website real quick while I have a few minutes left. I have two, one and a half minute left. So Sifu's Vision, home with a magical Sifu token. And it just shows the picture of, I guess it's like a mouse, not a cat. I can't, yeah. You know, like a, a Splinter, Splinter the, the, the rat, you know, whenever <laughs> he was the master, the sensei, the Sifu of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, so Sifu's Vision, home with a magical, oh, it moves around too when I move my mouse. Um, so the Sifu token will be available for sale at an approximate price, a price of $100 for early adopters until the end of March or until all tokens are sold. There are a million to- tokens available and no additional tokens can be minted. So what's the purpose? Um, all right, let's check it out. So you click on each one of these and it kind of uh, brings up like a text message type of response, <laughs> which is very telling because that's exactly how he was doxed. So this is kind of a jab at that. Uh, it was all done by text message or telegram message or something like that. And uh, yeah, so it just responds with an, an emoji of just a frog, you know, uh, throwing money in the air. So that's the purpose of the Sifu token. Who manages the sale proceeds? And it shows uh, him you know, dancing around. So zero X Sifu. So he's the manager. It's not a DAO. So uh, will there be uh, will there be a way to redeem? Uh, he says yes. Uh, the frog holding the sign. Is any of that stuff I read online true? And uh, as he says in response, an emoji of the frog shaking his head, no. And then the last question: Is this a DAO? And uh, there's a emoji of the frog holding a sign saying no. And then another message saying, I think I understand what's happening here. This is so cool. And then it has the frog with a big brain on its head saying, you're smart. So, yeah, that's basically all there is. It's not a very informative website. Um, really, anybody that would invest in this is really just a supporter of, of Zero X Sifu um, and uh, <laughs> nothing more, honestly. Um, a Sifu stands for the whole idea of a meritocracy, I bet, I believe. And um, that's kind of what he's just trying to portray here. So it, I mean, developers and you know, people in the DeFi space—they're artists in a way. And he, in a way, is standing up for a specific ideal of a meritocracy of um, anonymity in DeFi. And it seems that the people that support this um, also are buying his token, and they also have seen his track record of being able to make money, and they're not. Um, holding uh, anything else on that and no other actions before Quadriga Exchange or regarding the Quadriga Exchange into that account. They're purely looking on uh, his performance of his portfolio. And that's it. Numbers only. Number go up. Uh, So I don't know. Would you? Would you do something like this? You know, would you throw a hundred bucks at something like this, even if it's just for a little lottery gamble? I don't know. Yeah. I, I probably won't, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, this, this, the amazing thing about this crypto space is just, just like weird crap like this. <laughs> it's awesome. And it's so fun to follow and just see what happens. Uh, it's why I do this, man. 
All right. Uh, that being said, I hope you guys have a good day. I'm going to go to work and uh, see what happens in the crypto market today while I'm there. Um, yeah, just something going on every single day. So you guys have a good day. Uh, stay away from tornadoes. Be good to each other. And uh, yeah, I will talk to you later. Let me get over here to this regular day screen. Oh, let, me get um, yeah. let me get to the outro. So, all right. <laughs> Sorry about that. All right. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Thank you for making it to the end of this program. If you actually like this content, give a thumbs up. And if you want to hear more, just hit the subscribe button. I'm available on YouTube, Odyssey, and BitChute, and on all the major podcasting platforms in audio version. Spotify specifically. If you would like to follow and leave a review, that would help a lot. I am also available on Twitter at EurekaJohn1. That's E-U-R-E-K-A John, J-O-H-N, and the number one. My DMs are always open. Feel free to shoot me a message. Thanks again.